Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back. Gerald, you want to go ahead and give your opening before I get to the housekeeping? Yep. Also, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, hope everybody's been uh, having a good day, having a good week, been being safe out there, and it's nice to have you back with us. For newcomers, nice to have you with us for the first time. And remember, the first rule of Gaming Sessions podcast is you definitely talk about it. Talk about it with everyone. Yes. Talking about the bridal showers, at the funerals, at, <laughs> <laughs> at the track meets. <laughs> uh, right. So, housekeeping. So, last week we did a little experiment. And you listeners have unanimously uh, given me conclusive data. As of recording right now, there are 12 listens to part two of last week's episode and exactly zero listens to part one. I think we will still continue doing a two-part thing because, you know, of course, Joe and I always have something to talk about that happened this week. So we'll continue doing the two-part format. For anybody who does decide to listen to part one, I'm going to call it GSPNN, Gaming Sessions Podcast News Network. Hmm. I thought you'd like that. So, That's not bad. so without further ado, I shall start first, since my uh, stuff is usually a little shorter. Um, I'll start off with Twitch has banned the use of simp and incel on streaming. Yeah, I saw that. That's so stupid. And I've heard, and I've heard all the conversations and compliments on how that's not going to fix the problem. Why do these companies <laughs> love not fixing the problem? They just do everything they can to make it worse. Because this is going, like other people were saying, this is going to trip up someone who doesn't deserve it. And it, like, it's just the dumbest way to handle this. First off, <laughs> uh, what is it? Simp and what was the other one? Incel. And incel. <clears throat> who cares? Not to mention that these are actual terms that are used by actual news represent, like CNN and... Uh, fucking Fox News, they all use these terms. These are the terms for this. They're, and and they're not... Simp, I will admit, is a derogatory thing, but all it is, it's no different from calling somebody a bitch or a dick or a pussy. It's literally no different. And all it means is someone who who basically puts women on such a high pedestal, they just let them get away with anything. That's all it means. And I'm sorry if you're that kind of person, you should be. You should be shamed. You should be derided. <laughs> no one should be put on such a high pedestal that they can do no wrong. That's what a simp is. It's someone who puts another, either whether it be a sex, whether it be a race, whether it be a religion. It is Presidential someone, candidate? Right. It is someone who puts someone on such a high pedestal that they can do no wrong, that they are infallible. Anyone who does that should be uh, ostracized. That's just how hmm. I feel about it. Right. 
well, now that Gerald's been canceled again. Right. (laughs) Incel is an actual term for a group of people. It's not meant to be derogatory. It's actually a term that has a definition for what it is. It's not even derogatory. So, what? Well, I mean, obviously, it's the simps and the incels that are all up in arms about people calling other people simps and incels. Or the or the virtue signalers who are like, oh, you can't do that to that person. It's I mean, mostly the virtue signaler. It's, vo- it's mostly the virtue signalers. Because at what since when has anyone ever put a restriction like that when the group being targeted with that name has been like, hey, we don't like that. Like at what point in time has anyone ever done that? It's usually the social justice warriors that get this kind of thing done. Hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there was that. Um, actually, uh, yesterday and today, I watched more of the Dragon Prince, and I called it. <clears throat> uh, what did you the call? Last, well, hold on. Last, this may be a spoiler, so give it like two, three minutes, and then come back. But what did you call? Because I don't remember. Uh, well, okay. So I'm into season three now. Hmm. They're very short seasons, but it's probably rushed because of trying to capture lightning in the bottle thing like you kept talking about. So spoilers to anybody who hasn't caught up to season three yet in now. Um, Rayla and Callum, I called it. Oh, yeah, that was obvious. It, it was. Yeah, but they. <laughs> they they did the little dance like they like they like like the writers like to make them do, but then in the last two episodes, well, okay, so the the episode before last, Rayla was down on herself because she was basically ostracized from the Moon Elves, and Callum talked her up like such a big game that she kissed him, yeah. and he didn't know what to do about that. And that just kind of pissed her off. And she was like, if you tell anyone, I'm going to put a binding on myself to kill you. But then at the end of the last episode I watched, oh, yeah, they were they were uh, tonsil boxing hard. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, of course, more of the, hi, my name is Beer and I'm the bad guy. Really, really bad. Mm. Anyways, so yeah, that that happened. Um, uh, Festival of the Dawning is happening in Destiny, and it's more slogging, grindy McGrind. They made it even harder now to get most of the ingredients. Like they're like the RN, the RN on it is bad. Ah, uh, then it is okay I, because that was what I was going to ask. I was like, they seem to keep making it harder. And you co- and you call it an RNG slog, which we both do. It is. It's an RNG slog. But what's mm-hmm. important is, is it fun to do? But the moment you said that the RNG is terrible, it, I can't see it as being fun. I can't even fathom that being it's fun. Not, it's not. Uh, <laughs> like I've, I've basically been forcing myself to play just so I can get through this dawning bullshit and you know go on to something else. Yeah. And uh, uh, a friend, a friend of mine who I played Destiny with, or at least I used to, he doesn't really get on much anymore. But he he summed it up nicely with uh, with all the shit that's happening with Cyberpunk, and mm-hmm. you know, like 
PlayStation people or PlayStation or Xbox people are getting a full refund. Uh, PlayStation. Uh, that was what I was going to talk about in my week, too. So they took Cyberpunk 20, uh, 2077 off the PSN store because of mm-hmm. all the complaints about it. And then they gave full refunds to everybody. Xbox, to my knowledge, hasn't done anything. Hmm. Well, I have friends on my on my gaming list that are probably playing it right now. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, but he he made the comparison that the twenty seventy seven community is just as toxic as the Destiny community, who bitch and moan and complain about something, then the devs add it, then they like berate and insult the devs for adding what they wanted. And it's just, I think I've said it before. It's just neckbeards being neckbeards. It's people being stupid. Um, me and a friend of mine were They're- talking about that too. Like everybody is like, how could you push out an unfinished game yet? Every time there was a delay, they bitched and moaned about, oh, how, how is it delayed? How could you delay it again? Don't delay it again. We want our game. And the devs are like, well, it's not done yet. And they're like, well, it's been in production for like seven years. It's like, yeah, but you know none of the problems they might have been having in that seven years just to get work done on the game. And they may right. not Plus be able the... to be transparent because that, as far as I know about, as much as I know about the story, it sounds very much like all of this was the higher ups. Again, it mm. was management. Management is what fucked up the development of it over these seven years. Management is the one who forced them to push it out before it was done. Um, just so on and so forth. Just management making bad effing decisions. Mm. Yeah, right. yeah. The devs were doing the best they could, and they they've been on. I think they've been on crunch. I couldn't get a time frame, but I know at least all of this year they've been on mandatory crunch time. They hmm. literally been working themselves to death to get this day this game polished up and put out properly, and they still just didn't have enough time because of every like. Sorry, I, I don't mean to take this over, and I'll keep this really it's quick. Fun. But I'm playing through the fire. game, and even with all... Like, I'm playing through it on PC, first of all. But I'm playing through the game right now. I'm not very far into it, but from everything I've seen of this game, this game is nuts. This game is so good. I spent... Hmm. I started the Nomad... Uh, I started the Nomad storyline, and you start off in a... Uh, garage and the mechanic is looking at your car he's got a monitor uh set up on a desk over on his right and i went over there and was looking at the monitor and i was just watching tv in the video game for like 10 15 minutes like (laughs) full-on news like literally like full-on news reports uh commercials just for like 10 15 minutes i just stood there watching the tv in the game it's like, no, this yeah. game is yeah. really good, but it needed the time for the polish. And between management and the dumb fans, it just didn't get it. So what did you expect? Um, it, like, it's not the dev's right. fault. It's outright not the dev's fault. And when you see, and when you consider how much work has been put into the game up to this point, it's fucking, it's 
it's really amazing. If they had been able to finish it the way they wanted to, this would have been game of the year, hands down, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I like it when they do think little things like that, putting like, <clears throat> like um, Grand Theft Auto or Mafia. You know, there it's a, a game games where you're driving around a lot. So when they have like you can turn like on Mafia, you can turn it to a news station and hear slightly altered news from that time. Mm-hmm. I like little things like that that, that give more world to the world i guess i would is a way i would try to put it well i was in uh after finishing one of my missions i'm in the elevator going up to my apartment and there are tvs in the elevator and so i look i turn to look at one of the i think the most prominent tv talk show in the cyber 27 uh 77 world i forget the name of it but they have these two it's basically kind of like the jimmy kimmel show and he's got the guy sitting behind the desk and you got two guests who come out and one's this old like religious evangelical and the other is like hmm. this new age uh, into the new tech coming out. And she's talking about how they've come up with this thing called the arc, which is basically immortality because you're downloading your very consciousness into this huge cyber universe to preserve you for basically forever. <clears throat> and then the evangelical point, like literally points out, well, yeah, but the only people who are going to be able to afford it are the rich. And then they're going to be able to do it. And all this is going to do is morally bankrupt you know, our souls in America, like he goes really extremist with it. And then, you know, her, her counter to that is, you know, well, we're supposed to push the boundaries of what can and can't be done. And this is a natural, and this could be just as easily a natural progression. So there's this whole debate about a literal, uh, downloading yourself into a cyber matrix so that you can be so you can be immortal and since in 2077 you can pretty much just you know put your brain inside of a you know you can you can make your body like 90 percent mechanical so right yeah so it's easy to be like download your brain into the cyber matrix and then just download it into a fully robotic body like once you're able to do that, yeah, you live forever, and all of the actual robots can be made to look almost indeterminable from humans anyway. So, yeah, so there's this big debate in world going on about that. So, hmm. like Ghost in the Shell right. shit. Yeah, and str- well, not strangely enough, but that's something be. It's actually being debated in in real life. Like mm. Elon Musk is talking about being able to upload your consciousness, you know, into the cloud. And well, maybe um, he should be more concerned with getting his trip to Mars all put together before he starts worrying about downloading people's brains in the cyber matrixes. <laughs> One thing at a time, guy. <laughs> yeah, and I would agree. And um, funny you mentioned that. Um, one of the things that I had been doing, uh, I think I've said it is watching like live streams of like astronomy science shows on YouTube while I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's a couple shows that, that revolve around this, uh, scientist engineer 
uh, I forget what his name is, but he's like, he had this whole thing, you know, worked up, you know, you, you go to Mars with, you know, just the stuff to get there. And then he's got a machine that can turn carbon dioxide into water, oxygen, or fuel. So, you, you know, you get there, you make the stuff you need to go back while you're there kind of thing. And I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, we, we should be thinking about shit like that, not worrying about misgendering someone or using the wrong pronoun or, you know, stupid shit like that. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably get canceled for saying that as well, but you know, it's, you know, every, everybody else is held. China put a fucking rover on the dark side of the moon for fuck's sake. And we're over here like, Oh, words cause me pain. Uh." Eh, people do. Eh. I mean, <laughs> right. it's, it's irritating. It, at least to me, it's irritating. Yeah, I think that, it's that, irritating you know, to a lot of people. <clears throat> hey, remember, these are very these are small groups in the population. The majority of the population has its opinion one way or the other, but the ones being really vocal and taking the spotlight are the extremists. Those are the ones getting all mm. the publicity. So, yeah. <clears throat> and and that that that's another entire subject in in and of itself. Mm. Oh, that's a podcast in and of itself, but yeah. So, yeah, you know, donning, they made it harder, not not as fun to play. So, you know, just trying to get, trying to slog through it so I can, you know, get all the, all the lovely little, little exotic gifts <clears throat> that are available. I've already got the ship. I think there's a, there's an exotic weapon and some other shit, but it's, it's frustrating because <clears throat> like if you don't know <clears throat> the whole thing about the dawning is it's like destiny's version of christmas so you 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 know you we call her we call her space grandma in the game in the in the group that i play the game with her the eva levant is that like the holiday the holiday lady mm. but we call her space grandma so you know she gives you the oven to make cookies in you have to get the ingredients from like killing things, killing the right type of thing, using a, a, a certain ability, the right type of way. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that that's, it's been made harder. So like mm. to progress, you have to make cookies for all the, like the main NPCs. Mm. Well, in order to get to pee, to make the cookie, you've got to first, you know, make well, you know make cookie make this cookie go give it to zavala then you go make a cookie give it to eris to um hawthorne but in order to get the next recipe you also have to generate dawning spirit and you can only do that by doing the bounties that you get from space grandma and you only get five of those a day no that sounds terribly so tedious and annoying yeah, so once you've done those five bounties for the day, unless you want to spend extra glimmer on getting like a random extra bounty, and uh, <laughs> since the drop of Beyond Light, I two or three days ago, I was almost I had a thousand glimmer 
the the uh, the new cap of glimmer is two hundred and fifty thousand. So doing you know with the with the new with the new release and the upping of the power level, you spend a lot of in-game currency to make your gear better so you can get your your power level up to you know do the stuff that's come out in the new expansion and mm. that in of itself is kind of tedious but then once you add you know five bounties a day to generate dawning spirit it's just like uh, slip my wrist slip my wrist slip my wrist i think i would have slipped my wrist at them naming it dawning spirit <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> and and evidently uh, someone's data mined the event and the the community has to get to 1 billion dawning spirit for something to happen and the Forbes article I read had projected that by the with the way things are set up and by the time the event is over it's a 3 week event uh we will have generated uh like basically 3 quarters of a billion <laughs> so unless Bungie does something, they won't get all the dawning spirit they want. Well, most people are probably just not doing it because it sounds dumb. <laughs> well, and it's that's been the way of it for a few years. So, like, you have the Halloween event, you have the Valentine's Day event, and you have the Christmas event. You know, it's all well and good, but and I, and I think I told this to uh, either Chewy or my friend Josh. It's like when it's the same thing every fucking year, it just gets old. And, you know, we might not get that billion dawning spirit because of like how we both said of how tedious it is and how, like I said, I just want to get the shit done so I can get my stuff and move on. Right. Like, I get that they're trying but, to put some difficult. They're They're trying to make it challenging not difficult they're trying to make it challenging i understand and they're trying to not make the reward so easy to get that you knock it out in a day or two or two to three days right they're trying to mm -hmm. you know they're trying to stretch out the experience of the expansion i get it and i understand in game development it can be really hard to strike that balance but you know what it is better to allow players to get the thing within two to three days than it is to stretch out something that they think is terrible for weeks at a time. Because <coughs> believe me, you will lose more players to the latter than the former. Yeah, and and you know, like it's it's like I how I had started off with this is them trying to please the most vocal of the. You know, this is terrible. Everything's terrible. I hate life. So everyone else needs to feel as terrible as I do about yeah. this. I mean, because if the event is terrible and tedious, I'd rather knock it out in two to three days. And at least then it's done. And I can go back to doing the things in Destiny that I find enjoyable. But when you force me to have to take two, three weeks to get it done. Yeah, I'll just stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> playing Warzone right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh see, also also I wrote a, a, about a thousand words today. I started a new chapter for my second book I'm working on. Mm, that's good. 
Yeah, it, it's it's definitely different because you know the first book was covering you know how the assassin gets in into the story. The second one is covering how the spy gets into the story. Well, it's easy to do assassin because you know you you have him get his target. He goes kills the target, and then he has to deal with the aftermath. Well, now spy shit and. I don't know. I might have to watch more spy movies to get a handle on it and to try to make it at least another 30,000 words. Cause I don't know. It just feels, it feels dirty writing a book. That's only like 20,000 words or something like that. You know, it just, it feels dirty. I feel like I'd have to take a shower after finishing mm. it. Uh, let's see what else, what other stuff do I have to th- talk about mm, no that's about it for me so oh. on to this portion of the new show okay so uh i don't think i've been doing too much but a lot has happened um a new mass effect game has been announced um and it will be releasing uh No, it hasn't gotten an announced release date yet. So they are making a new Mass Effect. We don't know if it's going to be Mass Effect 4 or, you know, whatever. They only showed, like, artwork of one of the characters, of what possibly could be one of the characters from one of the previous installments. Um, But they also will be releasing a Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which includes Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, on the Xbox One, P4, PC, and then later on P5 and the sex box. Um, Suspiciously, Hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda is missing from that list of games included in the Legendary Edition. Mm. (laughs) Well, I think I I heard so-so reviews about it. It's the worst one. No one likes it. (laughs) Mass Effect Andromeda is the worst one and no one likes it. It's not that it's suspicious that it's not there. It's that uh, the uh, not the developers, but uh, who does my uh, Mass Effect? Is it Bungie or Bioware or? I think it's Bio- Bioware. Yeah, Bioware was so adamant about Andromeda is good. It's just like they they like they they talked it up and talked it up and talked it up, and they even talked it up when people were like, "No, this is terrible. This is." dumb this is not what we you know what we asked for it's not even what the previous installments were but they talked it up anyway Hmm. and it was like nah it's fine and then it finally everyone's like no it's the worst one and they're doing a legendary edition and it's missing from the legendary edition it's not that it's suspicious we all Hmm. know why it's because andromeda was the worst one but it's like they're now actually admitting it by omitting it from the legendary edition <laughs> admission by admission omission. by omission. Um, also, I've been still playing Genshin Impact. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's two more days before our current banner ends, and then a new banner will show up with uh, I, w- I want to say two or three new characters. I think Albedo and Guan Yu are coming to the game. A water and another Geo. Um, I Guan Yu. And- like Guan Yu no, from no, Dynasty Warriors? G A N Y U N. Um 
Okay. I uh, was rolling on this banner because it had the new character, the new five star character Zhang Li, one of the strongest characters in the game. Uh, it had a new character called Jin Yin, I believe her name was. She's like this fire rocker girl, and then it had Razor and Chung Nu Chung. I'm not pronouncing this right. Chung Noom or Chung Nam, I believe is how you pronounce it. Those were the two characters I wanted, and they were four stars. So there was the one five star Zhang Li. Then there was the other three four stars. And when you do a 10 roll, you always get a four star something. So I was like, great. And I don't even want the new character, which there'll be, you know, the new four star character will be harder to get. And the five star character will be harder to get. So I'm like, I want Razor, the other two four star characters, because they're great. So this should be a guaranteed me getting those characters. I roll on those banners. I get both the new characters. And I'm like, nice. no, I didn't want them. I didn't want them. And people could be like, but you got nope, the five-star nice. character who's one of the best characters in the game. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't want them. I wanted the, literally the other two characters. And, and I'm like, see, this, <laughs> see, when I want something, like if I had wanted the five-star character, I wouldn't have gotten the five-star character. But they put a five-star character on a banner with characters I wanted, and then the, the RNG fucked me out of what I wanted and gave me the shit I didn't care about. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Um, but now, since the game has done that, in the new patch coming with the new characters, they're intending to buff Geo and Zhang Li specifically because the community has apparently been going all nuts saying how he's too weak, he's too weak. So they're buffing him and the Geo element because he's also Geo. So considering the buffs in the notes, which are giving like Geo, uh, Geo interactions like a 15% damage boost, and he, and Zhang Li is going to get a bunch of damage boost off of just his straight HP. Once that buff hits, he's probably going to he he may I'll say he may be the single most powerful character in the game. And see, hmm. this is the thing about Zhang Li. I, I remember <clears throat> uh, a couple of podcasts back, I was talking about. Um, uh, I'm something, forgetting something. her name. There's another uh, Geo character that I really like, and now I'm forgetting her name off the top of my head. I hate when my brain does that. Anyway, she had a all of her stuff was based off of her defense. So you built lots of defense on her, and she could pop up a shield, which is based off her defensive stat, and it would be huge. And good luck getting through that. And then her ultimate mm. was that she got damage based off her defensive stat meaning she could unload on an enemy right zhong li the mm -hmm. way he works is he can give himself a shield he can put down an aoe ticking pylon it's just this pylon that he puts on the ground and it does aoe damage to everything within its vicinity and he uh and his ulti not only does damage when it hits, but it freezes. It, it they, they call it uh, petrification. It petrifies and turns every enemy it hits into stone for like three seconds. Hmm. And 
they're intending to buff him so he does more damage. He basically already has everything. He's like a hyper... Uh, uh, the other girl that I use, whose name I, I unfortunately can't remember right now, but he's like a hyper version of her. It's insane. If they do these buffs and then just leave him the way he is, you won't. He'll do massive damage, and you won't be able to kill him. Because the way his shield hmm. works, he doesn't just pop up a shield. First of all, um, when he pops up his shield, it has three phases. Every time it gets hit, it gets stronger. Hmm. <laughs> and then he can just AOE an area, do massive damage, petrify everything, and he can sit down a pylon. If you get his first star, you can put two pylons down. And those are being buffed in, those, and usually their damage isn't anything to say anything about. They're just there for elemental reactions. But their damage is getting buffed because Zhang Li is built as an HP type uh, uh, unit, so he has massive HP. Well, they're giving him a buff for all of his abilities that scale off of his HP. He can have anywhere from twenty-five to thirty grand in HP. He's getting like 30% of that added to his all of his stuff. Like, it's... Hmm. I, and Until we get to play with it and see what it can really do, you can't know, but it looks really good on paper. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it always? But uh, So that's been going on in Genshin Impact. We talked about the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff, pulled it from the PS Store, full refunds given. The console versions are literally on fire. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some posts saying that it just blew up their console. <laughs> um, <laughs> now what I've been hearing for glitches and stuff in the game have been anywhere from skill trees not working to character models not showing up to f like the faces of the models not showing up and leaving just their eyes and their mouths all manner of like bugs where uh, you can't finish like quest lines will just be broken because an NPC or an item will be missing I ran into one instance of that. Not the quest itself, but I was running around exploring and picking stuff up, and there was an item that was being shown as something I could pick up, and it wouldn't let me pick it up. So I've run into that bug, I think, twice, but just never during a quest. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it was the it was management's decision to 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 uh, release it the way it is. The devs were under mandatory crunch time for, like, months. Um, and, and you know what's really weird? After everything that has happened, the PR for Cyberpunk 27 is going harder than ever. I am constantly seeing commercials <laughs> for Cyberpunk 2077. Constantly. Rockstar, <laughs> the energy drink, has special cans with pictures of characters from the game on them. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a uh, like a an ad uh, call it an advertisement that like a gas station can like put on their mm -hmm. window. I 
for yep. that. It's just everywhere, and it seems to be being pushed so hard. With uh, considering, yet here everyone is like, "Hey, this is a trash fire," and they're like, "Go, go out and get you that trash fire, though." <laughs> Warm yourself up next to it. Get, get you, get you a rock star and drink right? it. Right, get you a rock star, drink it next to that trash fire. <laughs> one will give you energy, and the other one will keep you warm. <laughs> um, uh, and the other, the only other thing I have to say about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because I'm not very far into the game as of yet, but I am playing it is the customization is not as in-depth as I wanted it to be or thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to get sliders and the whole bells and whistles thing, right? But not no, you just get options. And the options aren't as many as I would have thought we would have gotten. There are good ones, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of good ones. But like uh, Black Desert is commonly brought up as the most in-depth and best customization for your character in any game ever, it still holds that title. Cyberpunk mm. 2077 is not going to knock it off of its throne. Uh, if you want an in-depth mm. customization system that basically would allow you to create whatever you want in a character, Black Desert still is king. So, I have that in my yeah, library. I'm actually intending to go back and play some more Black Desert. Um, like, I, I actually really want to. The only reason I really stopped was because all of the crafting and items and minions you have to send out and then getting the house, all that stuff, there, it's just too much. It's too much stuff. Mm. It's like getting swarmed by paparazzi. It's just too much. Um, hey, how about this? West. Yeah, how about this? How about this? How about that? How like, about that? what do you say about the rumors on this? What do you say about this going on? What do you say about that? Is your new movie really uh, glamorizing terror? Like, just just all in your face, all the. Uh, it's just ah, I just want to go out and murder hordes of things. <laughs> I don't need all of this. Um, but uh, so <laughs> cyberpunk happened. Uh, have you heard about the Amber Heard damage control? Uh, do I want it's to? It's kind of bad. So, so Amber Heard has not been kicked off of the Aquaman Two project. She has not been fired. Um, um, they're saying, "Why yeah, am I not surprised?" They're saying that they're going to be limiting her exposure in the movie, but we'll see about that. There was a petition to remove her from the movie with over with either approaching or over 2 million signatures. Uh, mm. And then, so they do an interview when she's doing shoots. And this is how fake this person is. This is verbatim what she says in the interview after she comes off of a shoot. She's like, I'm super excited about, I'm super excited about it, which she's talking about the movie. We just wrapped up on reshoots and I just love nerds. I fucking love nerds. Excuse my language. And I'm like, who talks like that? Yeah, like, like who talks like that? <laughs> Someone who's fake as the fake titties like, they have. Uh, this, and then so, and then what's even more heinous is the Harry Walker agency 
is allowing Amber Heard to be paid $33,000 to give speeches on domestic violence. And the Harry Walker agency is an ex- oh, hold on. Wait, 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 hold wait, on, wait, hold wait. on. The Harry Walker agency is an exclusive speakers bureau and lecture agency representing the best in motivational speakers and keynote speakers. And they are promoting her to give speeches on domestic violence. And you can pay her 33 grand to come speak about it. So, hi, my name is Amber Heard. This is how you beat the shit out of somebody and get away with it. that was literally a comment in a section. (laughs) That was almost verbatim a comment in one of the the, uh, sections. It's absurd. And then, see, this is is what I have to say to all the radical feminists who are talking about the patriarchy. If this really was a patriarchy, this would never happen because in a real patriarchy men used to be able to kill their wives if they perceived any form of disrespect or shame and then just get a new one that's a thing it's called Mm. honor killings oh wait let's (laughs) let's not forget the rule of thumb you remember oh, the, the one where you can beat them they, on the they, courthouse? They yeah, but that's not as bad as honor killings. Courthouse and steps. it was only within a... Yeah, courthouse steps as long as the stick is, is, is the way Yeah, and it was on specific yeah. days. Uh, but let me... like Now, honor killings, let, let me read you this definition. This was a thing. So, honor killing or a shame killing is the murder of a member of a family due to the perpetrator's belief that the victim has brought shame or dishonor upon the family or has violated principles of a community or religion with a with an honor culture typical reasons include divorcing or separating from their spouse refusing to enter an arranged child or forced marriage, being in a relationship or having associations with social groups outside the family that is strongly disapproved by one's family, having pre, uh, premarital or extramarital sex, becoming the victim of rape or sexual assault, dressing in clothing, jewelry, and accessories which are deemed inappropriate and engaging in non-heterosexual relations. Though both men and women commit and are victims of honor killings in some cultures the code of honor has different standards for men and women including stricter standards for chastity for women and duty for men to commit violent acts if demanded by honor in some cases the honor code is part of a larger social system that subjugates women to men these asymmetries combined with the predominance of heterosexual relationships and male perpetrators of violence mean honor killings are disproportionately violent against women. Prevention and punishment of honor killings and similar crimes of passion are issues of interest to local and international advocates for women's rights and violence. Now, this was a thing that was rampant in like, I want to say the 17 to 1800s. Like this was a thing still rampant today in uh, Muslim yeah, nations. That is a patriarchy. Amber Heard as a woman could never get away with this kind of bullshit in an actual patriarchy. So fuck right off with that bullshit. This is a woman who was recorded <laughs> on video, on audio talking about how she abused Johnny Depp and then calling him a 
bitch for leaving before he got so mad he killed her. Like, this is what mm. this is what extremist feminists don't seem to understand. If you're being an obnoxious pain in the ass as a woman and a dude leaves, that is him doing everything with his in his power to not kill you. That's what that mm-hmm. is. He's not being weak. <laughs> He's not being a pussy. You have put him into a position to where he can murder you or he can leave. So, you know, mm-hmm. good, decent men choose to leave instead. And women like Amber Heard see that as a sign of weakness and to keep poking the bear. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. It is insane. Mm-hmm. If if Johnny Depp had been captured, now I don't know. I'm being told that Johnny Depp was just as bad in the relationship. But the only thing I have heard, like I listened to the audio, the only thing I heard from those audio tapes and all the other information regarding Johnny Depp's relationship to Amber Heard puts all the abuse and physical violence specifically in her court. And the only thing Johnny Depp did that he could be blamed for was the fact that he let it go on for so long without telling anybody. But what was he supposed to do? Tell the overall public so they could call him a pussy for not handling his woman? Because that's what would have been said. Yeah, but but isn't handling his woman the patriarchy? So there is... is If Johnny Depp had been caught on audio abusing Amber Heard... There is no way he would be asked to do speeches on domestic violence, let alone get paid to do it. Are you insane? Like, that Mm. shit is insane. And when you take in the – and then uh, I'm probably just being a broken record at this point. But this situation is so insane, and then you take into account women are literally talking about how there's a patriarchy. A patriarchy? Fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck right hmm. off. But on to some actual uh, good news. So the Dragon Ball Fighters hmm. Japan Championships happened. Uh, it wasn't – it was Sunday but what it is is that it started at 11 p.m. Saturday and went into the morning. So, right. so I watched that. Uh, it was Kazunoko versus Goichi, and it was really good. Goichi had a 4-2 lead on Kazunoko, which is why I sent you that uh, message in, uh, in uh, Messenger. And I was like, I, I'm putting my money on mm-hmm. Kazunoko because for I just they're both great players, but Kazunoko, I don't know, I just like him as a player better. And I was like, I'm putting my money on Kazunoko. I say he's gonna win. That's why I sent you that message so it could be st- time stamped. And I sent it, I sent it mm. when Goichi had the three two lead on uh, Kazunoko, and then he got, then he went to a four two lead. And I was like, well, it's not looking good, Kazunoko, but I think you can do it. But at the same time, you can't drop a match now. Because if Goichi wins one more time, he wins. That he, He's champion. So you literally 
can't drop a match. And Kazunoko literally won three straight games in a row to take the championship. It was amazing. <clears throat> and this is how, and this, and the last match he won because he and Goichi vanished at the same time. Kazunoko was using UI Goku. Goichi was using GT Goku. For those of you who don't know what a vanish is, it basically makes the character disappear and then reappear and they attack. Now, there is now the way vanishes work is different when you implement the sparking mechanic. When you have the sparking mechanic, you can hold it down and you don't do an attack and you can backdash, uh, double jump, or you can do like a special move. But if you don't have sparking and you do a normal vanish, once you've pressed that button, your character has to hit wherever they are with that attack. And there's nothing else they can do unless you're UI Goku. He can do his counter. He can counter his vanish. Uh, he not counter. He can cancel his vanish into a counter. So he can come out of his vanish into a counter which is what he did, which caught Goichi's uh, vanish because there's nothing he could do about the attack, and that's how Kazunoko took out his last character and won the championship. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was so <laughs> ridiculous. But good match, good matches from both of them. They're both really great players. Congratulations to Kazunoko for winning the championship. This is his second championship win. Uh, he won it I want to say, what is 220, 219, 218? I want to say he won the 218 championship um, that they did. So this is his second belt. Um, and then they did a release. Then they did the release trailer and they debuted Super Baby 2 as the new DLC character coming to Dragon Ball. And one of his abilities is apparently that he can use his enemies' assists once they're dead. And it and that's really powerful, especially for an anchor character. And an anchor character is a character who's the last character on your team after your other two characters have been beaten. For an anchor character to still have their assists to use for mix-ups and traps and stuff, that is huge if it works the way we think that hands down makes him the best anchor in the game best anchor in the game um he also apparently will be be able to transform into great eight so we're waiting to see how that's gonna work they of course didn't give us too much information on him but we have inferred some things from the reveal trailer that they showed us uh he also uh, his ability to use the enemy's assist seems to be like a special move. It reminds me a lot of Android 18 because she, her special moves are her calling in her brother 17 to attack your opponent. And that's what it reminds me of. So I think they took that mechanic and rolled it into whatever this is. So we'll, we'll see. Also, when he calls in his allies' assist, not only does he have access to their normal assist, he can ex or he can use a meter to get the c assist of that character and c assists are ridiculously good if you're getting them off of a just a special move that you use a meter for because they guarantee you an automatic combo so the and so that's ridiculously good in and of itself 
So, uh, but he looks so clean. They did the reveal trailer for it. He looks so clean, man. And then they gave me the last thing on my Christmas list. They did a double reveal of hmm. the next DLC character after Super Baby 2. And it's Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. <laughs> they gave me the last piece to my team. Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta has a permanent spot on my team with Z Broly and Majin Buu. So my team is complete now. So all I can hope is that we will be getting a season four. Um, because I'm going to be, I'm really going to be playing this game once Gogeta drops. Uh, like I, I've been trying to grind on it and get better at it, but this, I'm so hyped for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. I can't wait till he drops. This is going to reinvigorate my wanting to play this game. Um, so hopefully there'll be a season four. Um, so, and Super Baby 2 is scheduled to be released on January 15th. We have no release date, of course, for Gogeta as of yet. I'm hoping he's not another two to three months after that. I really hope, it, like, honestly, if Super Baby 2 is the 15th, I believe Gogeta should be the 16th. That's what I think. That's how I believe that should work. But, <laughs> so, really, 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 really looking forward to this. And I hope he plays different from the current Gogeta we already have in the game. It's the blue-haired Vegeta from Super. Um... I hope he plays, I hope he has his own identity, not just in the way his moves look, but in the way you play him. So we're going to have to see what they, we're going to have to see how they do that. Um, so that is going on. I was going to talk about the new Batwoman that is coming out. And all I really had, and you know what? I don't even want to. Um, I was going to talk mm. about it, but I don't want to. The only one thing I want to say is new Batwoman, just as bad as the old Batwoman. That's all I got to say about that. I'm going to, I'm going to step to the side while, uh, to avoid being <laughs> struck by lightning. Um, also there will be a new fantastic four movie directed by John Watts. Um, announced and will be directed by John Watts, the director of Spider-Man Homecoming and the preceding Spider-Mans afterwards. Um, it is going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they are going to be in the same world as Thor, the Avengers, uh, Black Panther, all uh, Doctor Strange. It, it, they are being added as part of the MCU Cinematic Universe. And there's no current release date as to when it will be coming out. So, and mostly because I think John Watts is still working on another, on his newest Spider-Man movie, if I'm not mistaken. Um... So he probably won't really be getting into the new Fantastic Four until after that. I hope he does a good job. So uh, we have had really bad Fantastic Four movies. So hopefully he'll do a good job. Um, Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, Black Hopefully. Panther 2 is also still expected to start filming. That was announced for July 8th of 2022, its release date. Um, they are not going to recast Chadwick Boseman. Instead, it looks like they're going to be telling a story in the past. Um, I understand that everybody is really bummed out about Chadwick Boseman's death, but he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would go, who would, who would think that his death should keep him from being recasted. Um, also, understand that the Black Panther man is a mantle. It, it's been passed down basically from father to son or from heir, you know, f- or to the next heir or designated person throughout the entirety of the Black Panther mythos. So I don't think right. turning away from Bozeman's death is the appropriate way to handle this. I think honoring his death is the best way to do this. I believe they should uh, honor his death in the movie. Maybe something happens. Maybe there is a villain. I mean, there there are villains, I think, who have killed a Black Panther before. So maybe bring one of them back and have Chadwick Boseman's character have been killed. But it would have to be off camera, and I understand that. But, you know, just the reality of the situation. I don't think turning away from it is the right thing to do. And I'm not sure if if it's honoring his death to not recast Black Panther. They don't have to recast T'Challa. They can, re- they can bring in a new Black Panther and pass the mantle down. But that is up to Well, I've I've been hearing that they should pass the mantle on to the to the daughter. The techie, the techie. Yeah, I know who you're I talking what about. her name was. I don't see any problem with that. There's been a female Black Panther because usually it's passed down to the bloodline. Um, so I don't see an issue with that either. Right. Uh, they could do that. They could have a, a like a cousin take the mantle or a rival tribe take the mantle because they even showed in the first movie how all the different tribes come together and they have a battle and whoever's most worthy becomes the new Black Panther. So they could even have the guy who was the leader of the White Eight tribe. They could have him take over the mantle. Like they have options. Um, but once again, it's only my opinion that I don't think that this is the best way to honor Chadwick Boseman. It would be better to continue to promote the Black Panther mythos. I think that's how you honor him. Continue to promote the Black Panther mythos and make sure that all the movies are good. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, Especially like people sure rave about good. the Black Panther movie. I don't think it's as good as everyone thinks that it is. Um, I found a lot of issues with it, but I do think it's a good movie. My biggest problem is that the movie literally shouldn't have happened because in like the first 10 to 15 minutes, the his T'Challa's father, that Black Panther, makes a dumb decision that had he not made would have made it so the movie couldn't have happened. And I feel like that's a big no-no in writing. It's like, like, uh, and it's been enough time, but basically he just leaves his nephew. Like he kills his brother to protect his best friend. Uh, He kills his brother to protect his most loyal friend. And then he just leaves his nephew with the body of his dead father. For some reason... He knew, huh? Yeah. 
You're talking about Warmonger? So in the beginning of the Black Panther movie, uh, okay. uh, T'Challa's father confronts his brother out in America, right? Because he's been selling, I, I believe he's been selling vibranium mm-hmm. and weapons to other people. Um, and so he confronts him about it and he tells his brother, you know, it, like he was going to let his brother literally come back to Wakanda of his own accord. He wasn't even arresting him. He just went there and was like, we know you are to come back home. You are to present yourself. You will be, the evidence will be, you will be given a trial. The evidence will be produced. You will be sentenced. We, we know all about everything that's going on. And the reason they knew is because the guy that his his brother always ran with uh, was the most loyal retainer of T'Challa's father. He was the one giving them information on T'Challa's father's brother's doings. So they they had all the evidence they needed to con- to convict him, and they were literally let him, going to let him come back of his own accord. Then he tried to kill the other guy, and T'Challa's father killed him to prevent it. And then, the, and then his I, I want to say Warmonger came running in like right after he got killed, and T'Challa's father just left him there when he could have just taken his nephew with him. Mm explain the situation his nephew may have still been mad that his father was killed but it didn't it sure as heck wouldn't have been as bad as it is when you just left him there by himself for no reason there was no reason to leave him unless you wanted a movie (laughs) so I can just imagine that cutscene. I'm sorry, um, whatever his name was, wasn't you know whatever his real name is. I'm sorry, I must leave you here. Right, there will not be a black fan of the movie. That's that's literally what happened. It's like, yeah, well, I gotta leave you here. We won't have a movie. (laughs) Like, like there's a lot of there's a lot a lot of little things in the movie that people either gloss over or just don't talk about. Like, me and a couple of friends were at work a while when the movie like first came out because I went to see it twice. I went with two groups of friends to see it twice. Mm-hmm. And then at work, we talked about it and I started talking about all the issues I had. And they were like, yeah, yeah. While everyone else was raving how it was the greatest movie of our decade. <laughs> and it's like, how, how come like the greatest, <laughs> and this is cynical of me, but the only reason it was considered the greatest movie of our decade is because it was filled with black people. That's the only reason. Black History Month. During, yeah, everyone was. Anyone else was too afraid to criticize it, and it's like, dude, it's a movie. Criticize it, just like you would anything else. But everybody's, whatever. But Mm -hmm. in any case, it's still a decent (laughs) movie, if nothing else. And I think the best way to honor Chadwick Boseman is to continue to make more Black Panther movies that are good or better than that, right? so but that's basically my week that and playing total war warhammer which once again i got the itch back i've been playing that i've been making my plays more efficient um so but there's not much else to say really about that i still haven't really gone back to the wood elves to play them because meh um 
they're still mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much my week outside of like running around Christmas shopping and stuff like that. I'm finally on vacation because, you know, we get like a week off right. and I took uh, I took uh, three days of vacation, which gives me two weeks. So I'm finally on vacation. So I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the end of my week then. Alrighty, well that uh, then concludes uh, part one of the podcast and this episode of GSPNN. So if any of you listeners did listen to this, thank you. Um, So we will stop here and uh, come back starting part two with, uh, do you want to start start with? We can start with whichever. Or Blood of Zeus. Okay.